If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free and everyone loves free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which makes it very convenient. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So take a moment to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. everybody welcome to the show this is Tanisha Nicole I am back uh, the background and the backspace is a little bit different and that's on purpose but I am back and I am here at Hygienics Barberco or I'm sorry Barber Company with Mr. Quentin Richardson hello hello how are you good thank All you right. for having me in your space and we are here with a new season new episode in a new location because I thought the barbershop was so cool that I really wanted to shoot inside of the space in, instead of the studio that instead of the studio like we normally do. So welcome to the show. I'm so happy and so glad to be back. And I'm going to turn my attention now over to Quentin and talk to him directly about this space, about why I'm here, who he is, what this barbershop is, and why there are so many books in this space. So Quentin, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the shop? Sure. Well, thank you for having us on the show. You're welcome. And we've missed you, uh, your you. post and all of that. So we look forward to the shows to come. Mm -hmm. What we are, are just a local barbershop right here in the city of Houston. And a little bit more about myself. Uh -huh. I'm a native Houstonian. Okay. Houston is home for me. Yeah. I uh, went to uh, grade school here and a little bit of college as well mm -hmm. and I earned my, my barber's license right at Martin Barber College downtown under Don Sutton. Okay. Uh, presently I am an instructor as well as a barber here at Hygienics but uh, I'm also trying my best to bring more people into the craft so mm -hmm. that's a little bit about my background and where I'm at right now. Well cool so thank you so much for having us in the space again. Um, I, I came here for the audience, just a little bit of background. I came to the shop, I think it was in August, uh, over the summer, and I fell in love with the space because when I walked in here, I actually thought that it looked more like a home. And I've been to other barber shops. For those of you that don't know, um, I date a barber, so I've been in a lot of shops and been around a lot of barbers and a lot around, a, a lot around, a lot around, a lot, I'm so sorry, around a lot of clientele. So when I'm accustomed to walking into, into a shop, it looks like a barber shop. But when I came into this space, it felt like a home. And I noticed that there's so many books in the space. And I thought it would be really cool to shoot from this location because it's really conducive to some of the programs and some of the things that go along in the shop. So I wanna see if uh, Quentin can talk to, us, talk to us a little bit about why there are so many books in the space and why this space feels more like home instead of like your normal barbershop. Good observation. I started out in my parents' garage uh -huh. and from there it has grown into a brick and mortar 
here on Kirby Drive. Along the way, I kept certain elements mm -hmm. of what I connected to most. And before going into a barbershop space, cutting in my home, uh, right in front of my library, I had a barber chair. People would get a haircut and wind up looking at certain titles that mm -hmm. caught their attention, open the page, read or two, I mean, uh, open the book, read a few pages mm -hmm. or two, and find some connective tissue. Hey Q, or QT, my friends call me. Uh, let me borrow this book. Say, all right, man, <laughs> make sure you bring that book back home. Right. So uh, when we came here, we just brought that same element. People found interest in the books that just sat on the shelf mm -hmm. and felt the connection and actually brought it back. So there was a, there was a certain uh, pattern that, that came along with getting a haircut and getting a book. Mm -hmm. Then along came uh, the Houston Public Library and they had a campaign titled Groom for Literacy. Okay. It involved bringing books from the Houston Public Library into local barbershops, making it more accessible mm -hmm. for inner city youth mm -hmm. to have access to books. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I know that some barbers and some barbershops focus on literacy and some don't. Some people think it's really important and some people think that, you know, when I have you in my chair, it's about the haircut, it's about the service, it's about the male experience um, so for you I know that from an adult perspective why literacy is so important but w if you can tell me why literacy is so important from a child's perspective because I know that sometimes like over the summer months some barbershops will have like a back-to-school drive and then they'll have like a campaign only during the summer where they focus on literacy for like that particular month. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in this space, it seems it seems like you guys focus on literacy all the time. So can you talk to me a little bit about why that's so, so important to keep literacy in the forefront um, of this shop instead of making it, not necessarily an afterthought, but mm -hmm. making it, you know, something that you do once a month and then you kind of put it on the shelf until it's time, until it's time for the next opportunity for it to roll itself around. Does that make sense? It's, 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 you hit it spot on. If you will notice, anybody with eyes can see that we like old stuff. Mm -hmm. This barbershop itself is almost over 60 years old. Really? Chairs are dated. Uh, even the, the furniture, the, the, all of the elements that are around us are from relics of our past. Mm -hmm. Reading is antiquated. Mm -hmm. You have Audible, you have eBooks, you have so many things that have interrupted uh, the process of reading that it has become a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. Barbers, even from the, 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 the times before Christ, as early as 500 BC, with uh, Mary Maat, one of the uh, first known barbers to the, to the high priests, uh, even them in that time, they had a certain influence on the population. Barbers today are the same way. So we figure instead of influencing clients in a negative way, why not impart wisdom that way through literature? So even then, we're carrying one of our old 
tenets of our duty, not just carrying out the, the, the duties of a haircut or mm -hmm. shaving. Yeah, those things are nice, but we were the influencers, the shamans, if you will, mm -hmm. of that time. So it's a, it's a modern day exercise of a, of a, of a old way of, 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 of barbering. Gotcha. Ancient barbering, if you will. Books are medicine for some people. Mm -hmm. Our clients, they come in at their high points, mm -hmm. and they come in at their low points. Mm -hmm. At that time, we're able to listen and maybe suggest a book or a title, something that they should read. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, it, it has an effect on them. Good, sometimes it's bad, mm -hmm. but they try it. Gotcha. So are there any uh, books in particular that get recommended the most or that people ask you about the most? Actually, yes. And it's a very controversial title because of its blatant uh, message, uh -huh. which is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It's written really? by Mark Manson. He's a native okay. Texan uh, from Austin, Texas. Uh -huh. And his book is based on um, like the teachings of Marcus Aurelius, you know, and uh, uh, the being a uh, the word escapes me, but it's being more true to yourself, mm -hmm. uh, not really following someone else's mm -hmm. ideas of what you should do, mm -hmm. and it places a time stamp on your life and your mortality, like, you know, you don't have that much time left on this earth right. to be given an F about everybody else's stuff. Right. Put yourself first. Gotcha. Self-care, self-love. Mm -hmm. um, and if that term comes back, I'm gonna just shout it out. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't, uh, don't be alarmed. Okay, well that's cool. So one of the things that I wanted to touch on briefly is some of the programs that you have in the shop, mm -hmm. and I call them programs, you guys may mm -hmm. call them something else, but can you talk to the audience a little bit about the things that you, typically focus on in the shop when it comes to literacy and the different um, things that you're involved in from an organizational perspective here in Houston and abroad, if you could? Briefly, we have our partnerships uh, with the Houston Public Library. The Houston Public Library is an extension of the Little Free Library, uh -huh. which dealt with uh, communities, neighborhoods, putting books that they would donate, uh -huh. like to companies that take donations. Uh, they'll put them out at the curbside, and you come in and you get a book, uh, or you leave a book. Gotcha. Uh, the same thing that <laughs> stemmed back to what we were talking about at, uh, that we did at my home. You know, mm -hmm. you take a book, or if you have a book that you want to suggest uh, for someone else to read, then you leave it. Mm -hmm. uh, same principle. So the Houston Public Library said, let's take this idea and place this, uh, we have one in the, in the hallway here. Uh -huh. uh, in barbershops and make it accessible for you to come in and grab a book while they're waiting for a haircut or while they're receiving a haircut mm -hmm. and they can discuss it with their barber. Okay, so how often does that happen? So like when, let's just say when kids come and get their haircut on the weekend, mm -hmm. hypothetically speaking, do they come in and they grab a book and they sit in the chair and they read or do they, you know, play their video games or whatever it is that they do while they're waiting? It's an interesting process to watch. Kids come into this door, mm -hmm. usually uh, coming from the south entrance, and they know exactly where that library is. They know what its purpose is. Mm -hmm. So they come in and they're excited and it's gone. Gotcha. Or they think it's gone. Mm -hmm. We move stuff around here a lot. Yeah. Uh, 
and they ask, oh, you know, where are the books? Where are the books? And we show them, and, oh, okay. You know, and as soon as they find it, they go to it and they just enjoy the process of getting the book off the shelf. Well, opening, you know, opening it up, getting the book off the shelf, or having like a station mm -hmm. designed just for them. Yeah. And parents are able to come in and, and, and play games on their own phone. Mm -hmm. You know, they get a break. Mm -hmm. And the kids get, get they, they get lost in the in the words. Yeah. They get lost in the pictures mm -hmm. and uh, the message that's that's being uh, delivered through the book. Sometimes they put pick books that I wouldn't even uh, yeah. read. You know, they pick meaty books. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, there's one that we have here called Crown that uh, illustrates the barber shop experience from the eyes of a, uh, a young youth. And okay. it's amazing. Wow. So do they ever ask to take these books home? All the time. Really? We encourage them to take them home. There, there are certain books that, that we do ask that you know that they leave here mm -hmm. and just enjoy them here but other books the Houston Public Library has uh, some books that they want to be kept at home to encourage them to start their own libraries like we do uh, for our clients okay. to start your own library at your home because they don't put everything on the internet and everything mm -hmm. on the internet is not true gotcha so uh, books are a valid way to fact check and go to and source information for yourself okay so are there any other programs that you guys are currently focused on or working with other organizations on when it comes to literacy or just when it comes to other things that you do in the shop? Well, one thing that we do have going on, and this is in the infantile stages of development, is, a, uh, is an outreach. Uh, Coach Nelson, he's one of our uh, clients. He's uh, Honduras uh, native, and he went recently and saw a need. Mm -hmm. He expressed that need in here, and us being the listeners we are, said, hey, we're going to help you with that. Mm -hmm. That has turned from one box now to a uh, whole area in the back uh, of goods for him to take back with him. Mm -hmm. So we're going to ship that uh, before he gets there and be able to kind of allocate that out as he sees fit once he makes it back to Honduras. And how long, uh, you said it's in his infancy, so how long does that last? Like, do you guys, will you guys do this for like a year, a few months? Who knows? Know. Uh, being optimistic, I would like for it to continue, uh, but this is uh, just like a, I guess, a, a first-time event. Okay. We'll see how it works out. Gotcha. But definitely, we would, we would love to be uh, a blessing to whomever can benefit. Okay. Well, cool. So, Quentin, I'm not going to keep you because I know that today is a Friday. For those of you that are going to watch this a little bit later, we actually recorded this on a Friday in the shop. And for those of you that do not know, sometimes barbershops get really, really busy on Fridays, uh, particularly around this time. So I'm not going to keep you, but I am going to thank you for your time. And I am going to thank you for allowing me to come into your space and come into your shop. But before we wrap up, I wanted to see how can we and me, the audience, how can we support you? What is there anything that we can do? Is there anything you want to pay it? Is there anything that you want us to pay attention to? Anywhere you want us to go? How can we support you moving forward? Okay. I ask that you all um, make a commitment to read something for at least 30 minutes before you go to sleep. Okay. That's not asking much. Find a subject that you're interested in, whatever it may be, and make that commitment to yourself. And for everyone else, if you find something of value, pass it on. You can always follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we gotta get that in. You can always follow us on IG at hygienics period, barber period company. And uh, we like to 
talk with our people back and forth, uh -huh. and uh, we also like pictures and comment. Uh, we're a true personality. We don't have anyone managing our page for mm -hmm. us, so what you get is uh, a real point of view mm -hmm. of what it is to be a barber in the city of Houston. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having oh, me again indeed. in your shop. I really appreciate that. And for everybody else, I will see you next time. We have more new episodes coming, uh, maybe in different spaces and also in the studio as well. But thank you so much for having me back. It's been a blessing to come back, and I'm excited for this new season. So bye, everybody. Until next time. Take care now.